Thanks to all of you for being with us and our thoughts and our prayers. Now with our fellow Americans trapped behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. I never thought I'd ever start a show and ever have to report that. But that's what's happening. That's what's unfolding. And it gets worse from there. We don't know. We don't even know how many people. There are trapped behind enemy lines. We don't know. Now, there was a an alert sent out by the government today. United updated State Department alert. Americans should consider traveling to the airport. Wait till I read this to you. Alert. This went out from the U.S. Embassy in Afghanistan to Americans that are there. Whether every American actually got the alert is I have no idea. I don't know what they're thinking when they tell people to go to Facebook and check us on Twitter and don't call us and shelter in place. And uh, what happens if they turn the Internet off in Afghanistan, which they're capable of doing? Anyway, it goes on. U.S. government provided flights departing U.S. citizens, LPRs. Their spouses, unmarried children under age 21, should consider traveling to Karzai International Airport. You should plan to enter the airport at Camp Sullivan. And it says from the HKAA Airport South Traffic Circle, head east for one kilometer, turn right onto Camp Sullivan. Please note the gates may change frequently and we will provide updates as necessary. Then the killer. The United States government cannot ensure safe passage to Karzai International Airport. For updates, though, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and please check your spam folder for messages. For emergencies, they give out a number. Canada, U.S., Canada, they give out another number, and they give out an email address, and they talk about the eligibility requirements. Then it goes on to, you know, give other spam specifics about what you might need the security situation in Kabul in Kabul continues to change quickly including at the airport please be advised a significant number of individuals have registered and space on these flights is available on a first come first served basis you may be required to wait at the airport for a significant amount of time until space is available Anyway, so including at the airport, U.S. citizens seeking assistance to depart the country should complete this repatriation assistance request for each traveler in their group. Spouses and minor children of U.S. citizens in Afghanistan who are awaiting immigrant visas should also complete this form if they wish to depart. Please do so as soon as possible. Please do so only once. You must complete this form even if you previously submitted your information to the U.S. Embassy in Kabul by another means. This form is the only way to communicate interest in flight options. We will notify you directly by email based on your registration as soon as departure options become available. Please do not call the U.S. Embassy in Kabul for details or updates about the flight. Do not travel to the airport until you have been informed by email that departure options exist. We will continue to provide periodic updates to this message. Please note there are no pets allowed and only individuals meeting the above criteria will be allowed to enter. Only one piece of hand luggage will be allowed per person if space is even available. Richard Edson. State Department correspondent. 
By the way, I checked the president's schedule today and uh, noon today at an in-town pool call time. And then the vice, then the president, vice president will receive a briefing. You would think it's about the situation of Americans now behind enemy lines in Afghanistan, something Joe said could never happen. No, it's about the White House COVID-19 response team on the COVID-19 pandemic and vaccination program. Not that it's not important. Then it also sent out, they sent out another State Department update. An Afghan, also a former State Department contractor, has told Fox News that Taliban fighters have established checkpoints throughout the city. We knew this yesterday, that they created a perimeter around Karzai International Airport. Some, he said, are beating people on the way to the airport. We have video of the Taliban kicking a man in the face and another whipping people walking by. We're working on ingesting whatever the hell that means. When the former contractor encountered a checkpoint, the Taliban guard let him go, but warned him not to leave the country. You can go. Don't run away, he said. This is the scene described at the airport Monday. Quote, there were kids, babies, old women. They could barely walk. They were very, it was a very bad situation. I'm telling you, at the end, I was thinking there was like 10,000 or more, 10,000 people and they're running into the airport and the Taliban were beating people and the people were jumping from the fence, you know, over some, you know, sharp wires and and also jumping over walls. He now says the Taliban are going through neighborhoods looking for those who worked with the U.S. government. He says the Taliban were asking his neighbors about him. The same contractor told Fox today I was able to take a video and I was close to the airport. The Taliban saw me, took my mobile phone, and they beat me very badly. Now the, now it gets worse. You understand here that we have untold thousands of Americans behind enemy lines. We don't know how many. And we don't have control of the country. This is what the Biden administration is is now saying. Foxnews.com reported this. These reports are rolling in of the Taliban executing, surrendering Afghan soldiers in mass while they demand that all women in every Afghan village between the ages of 15 and 40 become Taliban sex slaves. So the Biden plan for rescuing the anywhere we're told estimates between 10,000, 15,000, maybe as high as 40,000. I'm praying to God that's nowhere near that number. But even one American is too many for me. But Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, said yesterday the Biden White House has decided to trust the Taliban to ensure safe passage for Americans out of the country. Great. I guess all they have to do now is, is run the Taliban's gauntlet of checkpoints in the perimeter they set up around Kabul airport, where there are dozens of reports of beatings, whippings, and even shootings. The White House is now depending on the Taliban, a terrorist-supporting organization, with the most stringent, you know, so so what, let, me, let me explain it in the simplest of terms here, is that the destiny and fate of Thousands of our fellow American citizens is now in the hand of the Taliban. They knew last week that 60 percent of the country had already been taken over. I interviewed President Trump last night. and I've had numerous people confirm this. It was one of these calls like the Ukraine call 
where there's five million people on the conversation. Maybe they should release this transcript because the way it was described to me was, let me tell you how this is going to be. If harm comes to a single American, what I did to the caliphate, you saw that, right? Will be nothing compared to what I do to you. And with great specificity, apparently, President Trump said, do you understand completely what I am saying to you? And that conversation and that message was communicated and clearly believed because they didn't lift a finger against Donald Trump at the time. And that was that was the biggest part of it. I'd love to get that transcript. So the White House under Joe Biden is now depending on the Taliban to give evacuating Americans safe passage to the Kabul airport that they have now set a perimeter around. And Biden said that he he doesn't trust the terrorist organization. Great. Jake Sullivan told reporters that the Taliban will have to be watched and observed over time on whether it's prepared to meet their obligations. Oh, do you we're going to trust these people? If these Americans get home, it will have nothing to do now, they're saying, with anything Joe Biden is doing or anything our country can even do at this point. We're now relying on the good-natured humanitarian side of the Taliban to bring our fellow Americans home? Are you kidding me? Never in my lifetime. Never did I think such a day like this would ever happen. Whether they're prepared to meet their obligations to basic human rights and human dignity of people. Safe passage to the air. But the Taliban informed us they're prepared to provide safe passage. Gee, I hope you made them, you know, pinky swear, Mr. Sullivan. You know that the administration is in contact with the Taliban to ensure the safe path. The president was at. Where was the president? For four days on vacation. And then a 10 minute speech written by somebody else. I defend my decision. The buck stops with me. But then blame Trump and blame the Afghan president and the Afghan army that he promised us was so prepared and so well trained. And we wouldn't have images of helicopters taken off from embassy roofs. Well, it all happened. Now we're going to believe them. Biden administration, apparently this just in, State Department issued a joint international statement today asking the Taliban to guarantee the protection of women and girls in Afghanistan following the hardline Islamic militant groups takeover of the country. A strongly worded statement. I'm sure they're paying close attention. Signed by 20 other countries, European Union, Australia, Canada, United Kingdom, And any form of discrimination and abuse against Afghan women and girls should be prevented. We're deeply worried that Afghan women and girls, if their rights, education, work, freedom, movement, we call on those positions of power, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, okay. And the Biden administration vows to stop the Taliban from abusing women with a very strongly worded press statement. Okay. Very strongly worded, we're told, from the U.N. Security Council. Tell the repressive Taliban to respect women's rights. And Biden's U.N. ambassador assures fake news CNN the Taliban received a strongly worded message. You think about this. 
Afghanistan was seized by terrorists. Americans, we left our fellow Americans. You don't leave American citizens before you pull the military out. He, we saw this happen, and it, Trump bombed the living daylights out of the caliphate and defeated them. When they took 5% of the country, why didn't they act? Biden didn't make a single appearance at six days. Didn't take any questions. A 10-minute speech right back to vacation. Didn't call a foreign leader till yesterday after being embarrassed to doing it, into doing it. Ari Fleischer said it best. Biden's military policies have helped the Taliban. His energy policies have helped Russia. His border policies have helped people come here illegally. His domestic policies pay people not to work. Uh, what has he done other than not tweet that hasn't backfired? Pretty powerful. An Afghan woman, the New York Post reports, was shot for not wearing a burqa. Oh, I'm sure that that declarative statement by the Biden administration is going to change all that, right? Because we got a photo of a woman lying in a pool of blood and loved ones crouched around her after she was killed by Taliban insurgents for being in public without a head covering. Then we got photos of the Taliban delivering airport beatings as Afghans and Americans try to flee Kabul. Then we got senior Taliban official orders all Afghan women between the ages of 15 to 40 to become sex slaves for the Taliban fighters. Wall Street Journal. I'll give you more details in a minute. Then we got Afghan troops that are being executed after they surrender to the Taliban. Oh, I thought they'd all get along and they all got amnesty. And the White House is not sure how much U.S. military equipment was left behind. But video that we have shows how much it was and it was extensive we have desperate women throwing their babies over razor wire at their at the british compound begging british soldiers to take their children away and save them i've only just begun we'll continue still millions of americans we have record low mortgage rates going on right now and as each day passes i don't know how much longer this is going to last uh, we have general milley saying there was nothing that i or anyone else saw that indicated a collapse of this army and this government in 11 days last week when they saw 60 percent of the country was in taliban hands and they were still assuring us Oh, it's the, the, the earliest they'd ever get to Kabul is 60 to 90 days. How did they not see it at that point? When the, when the Taliban took over 10% of the country and then 20% of the country, then 30% of the country, I know there's a resistance in the north. They don't seem capable of, 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 of fighting at this point. At what point did you not say this is becoming an acute situation and either militarily bomb them back to where they were or begin the immediate evacuation of every American while you still had plenty of time and you would be in control of it, the very opposite of what is happening now, which is, well, we're counting on the Taliban uh, for the safe passage home of this untold thousands of Americans, fellow citizens that now have no idea. But, but check us out, the latest updates on Facebook and on Twitter. I, I, I just... I, 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 it takes my breath away. I want our Americans home safely. How did they allow this to happen? We're the United States of America.
All right, 25 to the top of the hour, and I, we just apparently General Milley and, and other top military leaders giving an update on how they plan on getting the Taliban-controlled uh, area of Kabul with Karzai International Airport, the perimeter surrounded by Taliban fighters and reports of a lot of violence against anybody trying to get to the airport and memos going out to American citizens on the ground still in Afghanistan. We don't know exactly how many estimates, 10, 15, even as high as 40,000. I pray to God it's not that high, but, you know, at least 10,000. So we're told. And the answer is, is that we have been told by the Taliban that they will guarantee the safe passage for Americans. And they just reiterated that. Let's play it. There have been no hostile interactions with the Taliban. And our lines of communication with Taliban commanders remain open, as they should be. My second focus is maintaining security at the airport itself. In concert with forces from our allies, our troops have set up defensive positions around the airport and the airport is able to function safely. Currently, the security situation at the airport is stable. However, there are threats. We're closely monitoring those. At any moment, they could happen. We can identify them. If we identify them, we will take immediate military action without hesitation in accordance with our rules of engagement. And the Taliban and every other organization in that country knows it. The Taliban are in and around Kabul right now, but they are not interfering with our operations. Through the State Department, the Taliban are facilitating the safe passage to the airport for American citizens, that is, U.S. passport holders. Well, there are conflicting reports to all of that, but at the end of the day, what they're basically saying is that their only plan of action is to Trust in the goodwill of the Taliban to ensure the safe passage for Americans fleeing for their lives. That's the message. By the way, that's the only option. Now you say, Hannity, what about militarily? We have military options. We can we can go. Uh-huh. And what do you think will happen if we execute at this late hour, now that they have full control of the perimeter of that airport? What do you believe will happen now that they've taken control of most of the country? What happened to the Americans that remain if, in fact, any military use of force was made by the American people? What do you think by our military forces? What do you think would happen? It's not that hard to figure out. You don't need to go to West Point to figure this out or the Naval Academy to figure this out. They would then begin to assassinate and execute probably even posted on social media, maybe Twitter, because Twitter hasn't banned their accounts yet, um, the executions of our fellow Americans. In other words, Americans then would be used as human shields by the Taliban. Well, Hannity, you're being very negative. No, we've now, because of their utter blindness, incompetence, stupidity, absolute tone deafness, inability to read a situation for what it is, lack of action in the days and weeks leading up to where we are today, they 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 did not see what was so obvious to see. And that was the march of the Taliban all the way up to where they are now in Kabul. And then the false narrative and the false belief and the lie that the Taliban 
was in fact contained under control when in fact they were taking over day one 10 percent of the country by last week it was 60 percent you might begin to think either we've got to stop them now or we're losing control of the country which now adds us now now puts this country in the position that american lives and safety are completely and totally and utterly dependent on the safe passage assured to americans by the Taliban, because there aren't any real military options at this point. The time for that has long since left, unless you're willing to put Americans in harm's way and risk, of course, them being assassinated and them being used as human shields, because that's what will happen. So there is no option. I wish there was. But I can't believe that, you know, it was funny, there was um. Even the the global media, everybody can see this for the disaster that it is. You know, Twitter says the Taliban spokesman will will be allowed to remain if he doesn't get too violent. Donald Trump can't tweet. And it's just the beginning. They're now trusting the safe, that that the Taliban has ensured us safe passage for all the Americans. Safe passage. So the White House, Joe Biden is depending on the loving compassion of the Taliban to evacuate Americans and ensure safe passage. Now, also, we have the State Department issued a joint statement Wednesday asking the Taliban to guarantee the protection of women and women and girls in Afghanistan. Remember, under the Taliban's previous rule, women and girls could not go to school or work, and not only under Islamic law did they have to wear a hijab, they also had to cover their faces. And now they're, they're sending out statements that are meaningless to the Taliban. What do we think? Oh, okay, the international community is going to tell them to to respect women's rights, and all of a sudden they're going to uh, listen and obey and comply? Beyond naive. Biden administration vows to stop the Taliban from abusing women with a very strongly worded press statement. That is meaningless. Absolutely meaningless. Pentagon is admitting that there are no plans in their control yet, and nor do I actually see one that will be available to them to aid the Americans unable to make it past the perimeter set up around Kabul International, Karzai International Airport. The Taliban is placed around the airport, set up checkpoints all around the, the, the perimeter. We have 4,500 U.S. combat troops currently on the ground at the airport. We had to bring them back in. When did you ever When did you ever evacuate the military before getting every American out first? When did we start that policy? I must have missed that. And we'll, we'll just ignore, I guess, you know, the promise that we were, we're inviting women into the government. We'll ignore the New York Post report that Taliban fighters shot and killed a woman for not wearing a burqa yesterday. The same day they pledged to be to usher in a new inclusive era in the country that honors women's rights and the photo emerging of a woman in Takar uh, province lying in a pool of blood with loved ones crouched around her after she was killed by Taliban insurgents for being in public without a head covering. That is while simultaneously moving forward with their PR charm offensive on social media. After their takeover of the entire country almost now. 
We have photos of Taliban delivering airport beatings as Afghans and Americans try to flee Kabul. Also in the New York Post. I guess, you know, Jake Sullivan said that officials were negotiating with the Taliban to ensure safe passage. We just heard it again from General Milley. Well, apparently the Taliban didn't get the memo as of yesterday because distressing images show the barbaric reality in Afghanistan after the Taliban seized control of the country. Women and children covered in blood and militants patrolling the streets with rocket launchers, all despite their promise of a more peaceful regime. One image taken by the Los Angeles Times. I'm going to keep quoting the mainstream media on this because you know what? It's coming from them, too. And by the way, they have many of their correspondents there. They're Americans. They need to be brought home safely, too. Anyway, L.A. Times, a woman apparently unconscious on the ground near Kabul Airport, blood over her head and hands, young boy carried with his hair completely soaked in blood, child limp, eyes rolling in the back of his head. According to the paper's photojournalist, a gentleman by the name of Marcus Yam, another photo seemingly of a woman with no life in her being picked up by two men outside the airport has been the scene of, of desperate, often fatal attempts to flee this troubled nation. There were among at least a dozen people injured Tuesday as they amped up Taliban fighters, corralled hundreds of unarmed Afghans who were trying to reach the airport and flee the new regime. Shocking scenes captured across Afghanistan just yesterday. I don't know if the military and Joe Biden have seen it yet. He didn't get back to the White House till after 9 p.m. last night from his vacation. Islamic militant mobs firing high-powered weapons in the air. Randomly beating passers-by, men's parading through the streets, tarred and feathered with ropes around their necks by the Taliban. Brutal enforcers indiscriminately firing automatic weapons in the air and, and at times even toward the crowd of helpless Afghans, according to the L.A. Times photojournalists. Using sticks, lengths of rubber hose, knotted rope, and their rifle butts to beat the crowds, including some simply squatting on the ground to avoid the militants. One militant captured whipping people as they crossed a street. Senior Taliban officials ordered, this was in the Wall Street Journal, Afghans come pouring into Kabul and those still in Taliban-held areas say the Taliban commanders have demanded that communities turn over unmarried women to become wives for their fighters. Form of sexual violence. Just a, a you know... I, I, inexplicable evil. All, all from the Wall Street Journal. All girls over the age of 15, widows younger than 40, should be married to the insurgent fighters, according to a senior local Taliban figure. The man later summoned in order to hand over his, four, uh, his 15-year-old daughter in a telephone interview said he fled the area trying to make his way to Kabul from the province when the capital fell to the Taliban Sunday. Experts said the openly declared for demanded women for their fighters show the Taliban had grown even more extreme than they were when their regime was in power in the 90s. More from the, the Wall Street Journal. Afghan troops being executed after they surrendered to the Taliban. The U.S. Embassy in Kabul said they received reports the Taliban is executing members of the Afghan military. That surrendered with the promise, of course, of amnesty. After a pitched battle between government forces, the Taliban fighters in southwestern province 
People said the Taliban executed a dozen captured soldiers that had surrendered. One of the prisoners had his eyes gouged out. Another had his ears cut off, according to local residents who later retrieved. These are the people the Biden administration are trusting to ensure a safe passage. You're trusting them. USA Today, the White House, not sure how much military equipment was left behind for the Taliban. But we have videos show that just how many U.S. military weapons are now in the hand of Taliban terrorists. We have the video. One of the New York Post story, women blinded by the Taliban, says other victims were fed to the dogs. An Afghan mom who was shot had her eyes gouged out for getting a job, claims the Taliban also fed women's bodies to dogs. Okay, I'm not making that up either. It's a report. You can read it. These videos show how many military weapons in the hands of Taliban terrorists. We left them all. How is that a strategic exit? Desperate women, Sky News, throwing babies over uh, razor wire at a compound. Begging British soldiers to take their children, their babies. Think of what mother could, could do that. And why would a mother... Risk that because they think that their child is in such danger. I mean, that was their only option. But Pelosi, by the way, is praising Biden for this withdrawal. Strong and decisive, she says. Question right now, should the Biden I don't even want to hear it. I I don't have the patience to hear it. Hamas is congratulating the Taliban. Taliban laughs when a reporter asks if they would support a democratically elected women. China now is about to recognize the the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. What happened to our intelligence? How did this happen? How did they not see the country was falling quickly and not move and stay on vacation? Islamic terror groups celebrating all over social media. They're not they're not banned. Unbelievable. You know what the interpretation of Sharia law means? We've gone through that and it it means it means they're in charge. And either you follow their way or the highway. We need a we need a president. Having a weak, cognitively weak president is beyond dangerous as we're now witnessing unfold god help our fellow citizens we'll continue